Hey everyone, this episode is going to start a little bit strange because I forgot to hit record at the beginning of the recording, but you should be able to catch on pretty quickly and I hope you enjoy. Speed steel frame today, we rode around the neighborhood, avoiding everyone by six feet. Good. Uh, people are <laughs> dicks here. That's the deal. So I say we know we're cursing already. Um, it's like, it's like, since we're on lockdown, everyone just decides that like, they're going to ignore, you know, like people just walk down the middle of the road, not even yeah. like small roads, like straight down the middle of the road. And then there's this family in our street. I'm for sure they don't listen to this, but they freaking, they're out riding with their kids. And I'm just, I'm just bitching now. And they like stopped in the middle of the road. Like they're in the middle of the road, two kids on a bike, two parents, two bikes. They're just in the middle of the road talking. And like, you can't drive by. And then like we're trying to bike by and still trying to maintain the six foot rule of, you know, safety or whatever. And you, sure. you can't like, you literally can't. And like, how do you, like, I'm here back here yelling on your right, on your left. Like I yelled everything, though. but yeah. like, get the hell out yeah. of the way. Right, right, right. So, anyway, that's how we're coping with yelling. We're, we're creating enemies with our neighbors. Uh, okay, cool. And Shane, you're in <laughs> Massachusetts. No, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> From Massachusetts, born and raised, but New Hampshire now. So that's like by South Dakota, right? Right by South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, anywhere from somewhere between Maine and New, and Florida, somewhere between yeah. there. But yeah, we're fine. New Hampshire, knock on wood, has a pretty low case uh, rate still. Um, we're not on total lockdown yet, but we definitely have like a, a shelter in place in order. Um, but like I said last podcast, we've been sheltered in place for probably two weeks now. So not much has really changed for us. We're still going out for walks, but we live in New Hampshire. So there's really nobody that lives around me. I think there's 50,000 people in my town. There's what, wow. like 11 million in where you live, Chris? 10.16. 10.16 million. Yeah. So that's a lot different kind of location from us. But yeah. yeah. Mathematically, I'd say it's pretty different. Not much has changed from last week. Right. What were you, Ken? So, you know, we're on a shelter in place order that went into effect either yesterday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. And, um, so there are things that there's, there's lots of what are called essential businesses that can stay open and they included bike shops, mm -hmm. uh, ironically, you know, and, yeah. And so, um, you know, I've been to, uh, I went mountain biking yesterday and today we are allowed to exercise outside. We're allowed to have groups of, uh, under 10 people, although we're only sticking with our family and my in-laws that have been together this whole time. So there's a group of about eight of us that still see each other on a daily basis. <clears throat> but one, here's one thing that I've, that I've seen. People are dusting off some relic bicycles and getting Amazing. out there on the trails. I have never yep. seen them so packed. I mean, it, it is incredible to see how many people are outside because there's nothing else to do. And I think that, you know, there's going to be some really bad outcomes with this yeah. thing, whether it's mm -hmm. economically socially politically and otherwise and certainly people dying from this horrible thing but you know it's it's getting people outside and but it's good for the bike business it's good for the bike business and it just shows how resilient humans are and mm -hmm. like we're figuring out a way the other day um i was helping my gosh like 75 76 year old mother-in-law um log on to a zoom meeting with some of her friends wow and, you know, yeah. I just had the opportunity to just step up and um, I've been helping some people 
get set up with Zoom and I've got to help my parents. My sister, who's a scientist, she's going to do a science lesson with my daughter, who's six years old next week. Wow. So that's really exciting. My mom and dad are going to read her some books. And so, yeah, you know, and you know, it's tight. Like this is not a big house. You know, we right. live in like a 1300 square foot rancher with the three of us and okay. it's tight, but we do have a nice big yard. So we're spending a lot of time outside. Yeah. I mean, that's first off 187 cases in New Hampshire, two deaths. Yeah. So relatively about, small. About a thousand in North Carolina. Yep. So, and you know, California, almost 5,000, but we mm. also have like 10% of the country. So uh yeah no, I, I totally agree i get these people who live across the street again i don't hate my neighbors but if, i think it's like one of those it's like very alfred hitchcock i'm slowly creating enemies so i have something to do <laughs> well you keep yelling they at all, them they they all smoke they all smoke and i saw one of them she got out on she had a beach cruiser and so she like got ready to go for a ride like around the neighborhoods she got out on her beach cruiser had her water bottle her phone on a little mount to jam to some music the entire time i see her doing laps i'm just like you could also just stop smoking just stop smoking and then the biking will actually help. Yeah. But anyway, um, but no, you're, you're totally right. Like, I mean, there's, I was on a zoom call Thursday with 161 people. Wow. How's that work? Video video. Yeah. So, um, it's amazing. There were seven pages of like, you know, I don't know how many people that do 25 per 25 per screen. There's seven screens. And Holy it was cow. so funny. Cause with that, there's like a, there's like a, um, social density there what's it called uh critical mass that people yeah. even though their camera's on right and the little lights on um people they're like, oh, no one's looking at me so there's like one person's upside down i unironically like this, this person's not technologically <laughs> advanced like so so it's not like it's not like she knew and was being funny no nah, she's just upside down and the one guy one older guy just has his dog this huge ass dog the whole time and we're like talking about, it's not like a funny light meeting. It's like, Hey, how are, what are the four phases of us weathering this financial storm? Like it's a serious, like, you know, serious meeting. This guy's just got a dog just sitting right here <laughs> and it's just unbelievable. And then there's, there's some people who like, especially since this is live, like all you can see is like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's yeah. it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're these, like, these, the whole time you're like freaking Keith, like fix your screen, <laughs> damn it. You know, and like these parody videos of live streams are absolutely uh, hilarious. They're so one, spot on. One of our guy was clearly in an RV in his driveway. Like it, it was just so good. Well, that's what um, Lance Armstrong does. Well, yeah, this guy's true. Lance so one day I'm telling you, man, that's what we need to aspire to is have mm -hmm. an RV. We can do it. And we can just ride around together and do podcasts. You, have you seen since we're talking about the pandemic and we'll move back to cycling? Have you seen the couple, like there's a couple really funny Zoom fails going around. So the um, one where some guy walked in with his underwear into the yeah, Zoom yeah. meeting? We call that one Novio Exposio. Is It's not what it's called, but in our office, it's going around. The guy who like is in his tidy whities and then like slams yeah. into a wall and falls over <laughs> once he realizes. But have you seen poor Jennifer? Yes. Oh, poor Didn't Jennifer. you post that? The one I might have sent it to you guys. You poor did. Jennifer, the, the woman who walks in and starts oh, in the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, so at least, it, at least then, it was a number like, two. And like all good viral videos or something that you can, and that one, that one woman goes, poor Jennifer. <laughs> and it's just so <laughs> good. So at least well, it's, it's you know, like, I want to know which one of her butthole friends decided to post that video. Oh, that's a good point. You know? Oh it's like, yeah. It's one of them for sure. You know, <laughs> it's definitely but, one of them, but no. So yeah. Uh, coping, like, you know, it, it's at the point where like either you're going to cry and shut down or you're just going to, um, you know, endure. We can get alcohol delivered to your house. Didn't know that. Right. So we, we figured that one out. That's pretty fun. 
Well, hell, uh, how you can so, get damn, damn near anything delivered in California. <laughs> you can't. That's true. Uh, apparently, you can grow in your backyard too. But there's like a certain quantity you're allowed to grow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as it doesn't go into your neighbor's yard. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the topic of our conversation anyway is like enduring um, and yeah. trial. So it's kind of a, it's kind of on par with what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, let me tell you the exact topic because that's not like exactly right. Hold on. Okay. I want to look you, at the, I, this ready? is the point where I would look to see if you told me to stop talking and move on. <laughs> it's no, here we no go. Yet. Adapting and overcoming how COVID-19 has changed our writing schedule goals and outlook. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about what's good, what's bad, uh, what's different. Um, maybe get some, some, some ideas from you guys. And so one thing that I was thinking about earlier is that we're in distinct parts of the country. Like right now in North Carolina, it's a beautiful spring. Everything is covered in yellow dust from pollen. If you've ever been to this uh, area of the country, Mm -hmm. like it's just thick sheets of pollen that um, uh, create a haze over everything. Um, So there's a lot of people with allergies that are, that are struggling with that. Uh, Even if you don't have allergies, riding outside the dust content alone that gets in your eyes. It's just like riding through, it can be like riding through like light sand or dust. Yeah. Uh, rule but, five. Have you heard of the rules? Rule five. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't, okay. I, I was out there, bud. I, I'm just, don't, don't question my commitment. I'm, to rule just, five. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So for me, um, I've actually picked up my riding a little bit mm-hmm. because I don't have an hour and a half an hour and a half of commuting every day. I don't have to get my daughter to kindergarten every day. Um, and work is actually surprisingly efficient um, in some ways uh, because, you know, there's not the distractions of actually being in an office. Right. Uh, I can sit Turn, down and just grind through some stuff. Turns out people suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I disagree with that because I really miss my coworkers. Like oh. I miss getting out and, and seeing them. Um but yeah, as far as riding, I think I've went from five or six hours a week up to probably end up riding about eight or 10 this week. So that's really good. That's unbelievable. How, I mean, did you not listen to the last episode? I don't remember. What, what are you referring to at the last episode? About <laughs> Doc, Dr. Gaffney. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gaff- Gaffney that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, I'm not, I'm not doing any training though. I'm just riding. Okay. My yeah. I just riding for fun. Riding for fun. Um, so yeah, as far as my ride schedule goes, it's really all over the map. Some days I'm on Zwift early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm on Zwift a little later. Um, I've been, we've set up our carport to do uh, sort of functional fitness style workouts with kettlebells and a yoga mat and barbells and weights. It's called and CrossFit. So, it's okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. CrossFit. You know, I've been doing some of that stuff, some power cleans. I haven't done those in a long time. Um. And I've been riding with like one friend at a time. <laughs> After four, you got you to gotta stagger their 14 day periods. Yeah. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's not all been bad for riding. It's, it's actually been pretty good. I also didn't listen to my last, my last podcast and did VO2 repeats on Thursday. Mm, so. Well, like I said, I mean, is, if your body's used to doing VO2 repeats and threshold no, and all that stuff, it doesn't to, matter. Nobody's used to doing VO2 well, repeats. See, I mean, if, if you can handle it, then you should be fine with doing it. I am fine. The I, key is I, to I not overload. Back. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do like an hour and a half. Like, right. Yeah, I did like an hour of it because I hate them. 
Like, don't go out and ride eight hours and then drag yourself back to the front door. Like, that's just no, stupid. I got a guy down the street from me invited me to go on like a six hour ride last Saturday up in yeah. the mountains. And I'm like, with a group that. of people, I'm like, all right, well, you're going to, you know, you're going to get the virus because yeah. those, the, you might not be dumb, but there's a good chance that one of those 10 people, you know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah no, I've seen I, both. I, I mean, I've seen that some of my athletes that have gone, you know, up and volume but not necessarily intensity and then i've seen others that they have like in my case where we have two young kids so i'm watching the kids during the day and then working at night so my training has really gone down the tubes um because i'm just too busy with being kind of mr mom during the day and then gc coaching at night and weekends um which is another form of mothering probably probably yeah. yeah so i've been trying to like adapt with the kids just going for walks or like running with a stroller or like just doing something like that there's always something you can do um and then like you know doing or answering an email and doing 10 push-ups or answering another email and doing a plank for a minute or doing something silly idea. like that but hmm. there's always ways you can kind of do stuff like that i want to be doing that so next week in. can i <clears> yeah so like do three three burpees before you answer the phone yeah yeah question what did you just do badger i have sciatica are you sitting on an ice pack i'm sitting on an ice pack <laughs> i cannot there's no comfortable situation uh, way to sit down so if you're <laughs> seeing me on the live stream shifting around it's because yeah also, you're I'm much waiting for the comments are <laughs> i'm at a much better what much better room you're not in a shed yeah this is not a shed man it's too damn hot that shit is like 110 degrees out there right now. So yeah, one, one of my, too. yep, one of my projects Not is here. to, uh, <laughs> I've got some foam board insulation. I'm gonna kind of start wrapping up the insulation in there. Finish putting plywood sheathing on the walls. Um, you know those interlocking foam floors that you can buy? It's called like jigsaw flooring. Yeah. Sure. So that has some insulation value. I think I'm gonna put one of that style of flooring. We call in. it. We call it an R value. Yeah, so it might have like an R value of 10. Who knows? Don't know. I've got R19 <laughs> in the walls. Thank you, Chris. Um, and once the thing is kind of buttoned up, then um, start thinking about getting a little portable air conditioner to put out Our there. house has zero insulation. Absolutely none. Oh, mine's terrible. Because you don't need it. I mean, literally, it's like, you know. I have, I think, two feet of insulation in my attic. And then a foot of insulation on my walls. <laughs> wow, that's good. We've Crazy. definitely descended into the worst thing we've what ever it? talked about. Yeah. Come listen to the Never Go Pro podcast. We talk about insulation. <laughs> cool. As we try to insulate our mental health and physical oh health my God. With, proper, right. with proper life. It's horrendous. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You know, talking about the training. I've, um, I haven't necessarily picked it up, but I've, I've been, I, I've been just taking like a kind of a normal approach i've been actually biking during the week a lot more because mm -hmm. it's honestly like working i have a desk in our bedroom so if you take sleeping for eight hours and working for nine hours all of a sudden i'm in the same room for 17 hours a day yep <laughs> and so like just i cut my day in half and i go get on the trainer and then like i feel so much better yeah um and we've they've closed the trails here they've closed all the trails so really there's no more yeah yeah they know mountain Friday. bike and actually hey Hey, this time, last time we were recording, they actually announced shelter in place uh, while we were on our podcast right. for LA. Um, they, they'd already put some measures in place, but, uh, and then now, yeah, so all the trails are closed, which makes sense because we have a lot of trails and you can't make, I mean, they're probably eight feet wide um, total with two lanes and right. you know, if somebody breaks down, and there's, I mean, 
and it, plus it encourages people to ride in lots of groups. But yeah, I, I mean, I like the I like the topics we talked about. Kind of the two different categories of hey, like what are examples? Because you know, right now everyone's in kind of survival mode, right? This is um, the closest to a war effort um, that our country has ever felt, like the general public of like those kinds of um, restrictions. So I think the topic of what's a way you've overcome challenges and difficulty with your training specifically um, mm -hmm. or in your life. And then maybe what's an example of that specific to COVID-19. Because uh, I, I mean, you know, if the part of this podcast is to like just encourage people to be good dads, good moms, maintain, and, and which being physically active and fit, mentally healthy and fit, that's part of being a good parent. So um, I think it's helpful to talk about those two things, the, what's a general, um, and we've all kind of, you know, there's, you know, I, you know, I know you guys pretty well. So there's definitely, I think we all know there's lots of examples we could give that aren't just like, I injured myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, an easy example for me is one, I mean, I've got a bunch of them, but one of them is like when we first had, when we first had Charlie, you know, two and a half years ago, I never really spent much time on a trainer. Cause you know, I thought it sucked cause I just had a stupid trainer. It did suck. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so, you know, right before she got, right before she was born, I got a smart trainer and set up his way contact. And like, all of a sudden it was like, well, I'm off the road for, till we learn how to have a kid. <laughs> and so, you know, I was pretty much just on a trainer yeah. for six months. Right. So that's an easy example, but adapt and overcome certainly. What about you guys? Well, you know, I definitely can relate to becoming a parent. Um, so when, when we had our daughter, probably once my wife hit the third or somewhere maybe in the second tri trimester, she became uncomfortable with <clears throat> group road rides. And she asked me to sort of back off of that. Um, and it she wasn't, loves you she loves you less now. So she's cool with it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No, I'm done, no, no man. Deal. You're good, man. I, I don't do group road rides anymore. Like occasionally, a few times a year, and it's usually like to meet up with the fellas. Um, but um, pretty much um, around the time my daughter was being born, I had a like a 2006 stump jumper, and it was getting pretty worn out. And uh, love stump jumpers. Yeah, and I realized I just wasn't riding very much. And so one of the ways that I had adapted and overcame that obstacle with not really having the desire to ride on the road to put myself at risk, but also my wife didn't want to see me put myself at risk, um, and leave her with a with a baby to take care of on her own. Um, I ended up buying a new mountain bike, and and so that sort of led me into doing my first real races. I had done one race before, but I started getting into racing and training and started, back, started backing off of CrossFit a little bit. And then I got a, an elbow injury. I ended up with really bad tendonitis and I just couldn't, couldn't lick it. Um, and that was all from doing CrossFit. And so um, I finally just quit. You know, I quit doing CrossFit and that's when I really started getting into riding a lot more i've since upgraded that mountain bike to a faster racing mountain bike and mm -hmm. i started doing zwift and you know i met you guys and so like this whole series of events has just led me to where i am right now which is doing a podcast on saturday afternoon with guys that i've never seen in real life <laughs> <laughs> i just i just like i think you can resummarize the stories your wife was pregnant and you got a new mountain bike yes that's how i'm we're gonna remember that story yep yep mm-hmm yeah, it's funny, man. This, you've, we are, we're all kind of saying the same thing. I guess whenever you have a low point, you always come out of it at a higher point you were before then. I mean, at least in my opinion, you do. So 
I think my kind of injury wise, I had a fractured clavicle six years ago. I had two surgeries to repair it. So during the downtime, I couldn't ride my bike for probably, I could ride my bike after a few weeks, but I couldn't ride my bike really for about three months. But I used that time to basically form GC coaching and do all the kind of business plan, do the, you know, uh, financial stuff to the uh, tax stuff basically set everything up and then I basically formed an LLC during that time so mm. for now we know it's gross clavicle coaching is that what it is yeah Gaffney cycling coaching it could oh, be so gross close. clavicle coaching too though so yeah so Gaffney, Gaffney clavicle that's good yeah yeah that's a, that. actually a really cool story Shane of you know you had all this energy to train and ride and now it's just been taken away you've got a lot, ton of time on your hands because I'm guessing you were you were training quite a bit at the time yeah I mean, Probably, hence the broken clavicle, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, it sounds the, like a, a race crash. It was, no, it wasn't a group ride. It was, you know, it was a, it's a long story, but somebody went down in front of me and then because they clipped a wheel. So I ended uh-huh. up just basically careening into the back of them and then went over my handlebars. Fortunately, I landed in like a gully. So I didn't have many like road rash. I just had a broken collarbone and no concussion thank god so it was all what year there. was it man what was his name what was a pro cyclist oh, his last name starts with a v then a Kurov, maybe it was a oh, huge god. descent yeah. and and he went he he didn't just go he didn't just go over he went over and then it was like a, it was on a like a left chicane yeah. there was like a or there was a huge descent they're, they're descending as a pack that was he went, he went, i'm pretty sure that that was the mm-hmm. 2009 tour de france and um and, because that was when uh, Lance and Contador riding with Asana. I, I bet you're Astan- right. He like, Astana? Asana. Asana. One of them. Asana a, is the. Uh-huh. Asana. <laughs> it's like that's that our program. project management yeah. tool that uh-huh. we used to work. Never mind. No, Astana. but no, no yeah. but you're right. And he like, he like broke his femur, which is hard to yeah. do on a yeah. bike. And then that was also the one where Chris Horner, I think it was the same crash where he like he went down hard. They got him back up. And he got back on his bike and he finished the race and he, uh, that they, was tried to, they tried to interview him and he like, he'd gotten a concussion, had, he had no recollection of riding the last 30 miles. He just got on his bike. He still finished pretty well. Got that might've been 2000. I think it was the same crash. I don't think it was. I don't think that they were one related. of the three people listening. To because this. like, I'm pretty sure that Vinokurov <laughs> crashed when Lance and we're getting, we're getting way off topic here. When we're Lance and bikes. Contador were, were riding with a, Astana. Astana. But Chris Horner was riding with Radio Shack, which came after they mm-hmm. sort of broke off. So I think regardless, it was a few years later. Regardless, I mean, Shane could basically do that same thing. Yeah. Uh, Break your femur and finish the race. Right. But we can all agree Johnny Hoogland's barbed wire crash was the most badass thing anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. You've seen those pretty, photos, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty net. Unbelievable. That yeah. guy, didn't, he, unbelievable. That guy's a man, mm-hmm. very skinny, lightweight, wispy man with scars. Anyways, yep. back to so, the yeah. topic here. No, we're, we're back. We, so basically, I think what we're all saying is you can use this time to either become completely broken by what we're experiencing or use it to potentially come out better on the other side of things where since we're a cycling podcast, I suppose you could you know, get into a more of a routine because you're at home now more, you don't commute anymore. Mm-hmm. You have more time potentially on your hands, unless you're, you're somebody like myself. You're not eating out. You're not eating out. Yeah. Maybe, maybe losing weight potentially. So you can use this time to either watch Tiger King every day at night 
on Netflix, or you can maybe get on the bike for an extra hour, hour King? and a half. What is oh, Tiger man. King? Let's check it we out. Can't, we can't go off on the tangent because we're going to lose everybody listening right now. But yeah, Tiger <laughs> King is great. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch Tiger King. And hey, you can ride your bike and watch Netflix at the same time. You can. That's true. About. They're That's not right. mutually but, exclusive. That's right. No, they're not. But here's, here's something I wanted to point out. Is a lesson that I learned a long, not a long time ago. I wish I had learned it younger. But whatever state you went, you are in, we have a, we have a tendency to think that that's how we're going to feel forever. Mm-hmm. So, and I've I've experienced this when my fitness was at all time high, and I was hitting races and getting great results on all my Strava segments, and you know, and then it, I had the realization it's like I can't ride this wave forever. Like mm-hmm. something is going to derail this. It's going to be an illness, family change, schedule change, something. And it sure it came along. And so because I knew that it was coming and I didn't know what it was going to look like. I was okay with it when it came. Right. But how this applies also is that everybody is in a heightened state of anxiety right now. And a lot of times what happens is we feel anxiety physically first, and then we try to attribute the cause. Mm-hmm. And so what, what can happen is you may end up just attributing it to something that's really not that severe. Like maybe you and your wife just gotten up, a mild argument, but it feel you start catastrophizing and thinking like this is my, my wife and I don't argue. Well, that's great. <laughs> you should write a book about that today. Um, but yeah, so uh, the the point being is you know like just to take some time and to check how you feel, to check what your anxieties are, and really say is this you know like is this really as bad as I think it is. You know, how can I overcome this? And also like this too shall pass. You know, Mm -hmm. you'll get through the bad times. Mm -hmm. You will not feel that way forever. Like there is an end to this COVID-19 thing where we will all be on group rides again and we'll all show up at the the trailhead on meetup days and uh, we'll get back to a new normal, you know, Um, and we don't know when that's going to be, but it's coming. So anyway, that's that's my- Then we have then (laughs) COVID-20. Maybe. Sorry, too soon. Hopefully not, because it's too soon. No, now, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, that's that's a good point. And what you're really talking about, I mean, to rephrase it, is uh, pers- perspective and priorities. Um, and I, I one time heard a guy say, like, often when you're most anxious, is because your world is six inches in front of your face. And so, you know, and you, you imagine a wall right here of all your problems, and like you pull that back for a second, you realize, oh, actually, like, yeah, I mean, the world is still scary and things are still tough, but right, um, there's a lot more light and a lot more joy than than you really think, and you know, cycling has this unique ability to allow you to be alone with people. Mm. And that's out, you know, particularly outside. I didn't, I'm quoting somebody. I don't remember who I'm quoting. Uh, Shane. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What did I call you? Uh, Gaffney McNasty, Dr. Gaffney McNasty. He says you're allowed to um, be alone with people. And that's tough. That's tough with Zwift certainly. And um, it's tough when you're on a training plan uh, because you, you, you are still actually you're alone alone. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, that's the, that's the advantage of Zwift. And that's why even, you know, saying like, all right, I'm going to be home. I mean, it's actually kind of a, presuming you're healthy. And I mean, I mean, like, you know, there's probably people who are listening to this who are sick statistically. Someone will be, but like, man, you got eight weeks at home, like do a training plan. Like don't, don't kill yourself, but like raise your aerobic base. Yeah. And like, be more consistent. Yeah, yeah. Be more consistent. Like go, go five days a week, get seven hours a weekend eat well, sleep well, use right. use your lunch hour to freaking ride your bike. You're not going to be able to do this again. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely like kind of a pathetic silver linings approach, but I, I mean it. Something to grasp onto though. 
yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you either, I mean, kind of Badger's point, you either hide in a corner and cry or you get up and do something. Right. And you're not going to be able to fix the virus, certainly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you might as well do something rather than sit there. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's kind of my answer to that story is yeah, I've, I've taken it to like, I'm not trying to lose weight anymore. I was trying to improve my watts per kilo and I'd actually hit that, kind of hit my goal before all this stuff started. So now I'm, I'm actually 2.2. 2.1. I did 2.1 meters a second. <laughs> <laughs> what's gravity? 9.3, uh, 9.7. Oh, I don't know, man. That, that's, that's not really, that's some Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff right there. You can ask <laughs> he probably him. doesn't ride a bike on your next bike podcast. Yeah. He doesn't ride a bike. Hey, what people should do is, and I'm not like a huge Reddit person, but there's just riding along or just ride along, just riding along on Reddit. And it's just mm. where people post these images of like crazy bikes they find mm. or like, the crazy broken it's, it's actually really funny so if, if you're into bikes you'll love it if you're not into bikes it's the stupidest thing ever. i'll have to find it post to the show notes post to yeah. the show notes that sounds really cool um so anything else you guys want to add to the topic of adapting and overcome uh overcoming the uh cycling in the coronavirus i don't i think we're good i think we made the, t- the point many times you know use this time as best you can to get better once we yeah. come out of it Yep, absolutely. Yep. Well, I feel like we feel like we should tell more jokes or something. We've got more time. We're live. No one's watching. There's actually ten people watching right now. Holy cow! Wow, think, that's great. I think oh, one of you needs to now take it's a nine. Off. Now it's nine. Yep. See, you're We're screwing this up. You're screwing this up. Yeah, they're, they're, think... they're watching and going, "What am I doing? This is well, so dumb." Well, guys, I'm going to call it. I'm going to say, "Let's get out while the getting's good." It's good. Nine people. Thank you. Yep. Before we tank down to eight. Yep. Um, All three well, of our mothers. Yep. So um, great to see you guys. And thank you everybody for listening to the Never Going Pro podcast. Ride on and I will see you in Watopia.